Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Today, we're going to discuss Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots, and everything in between. Uh, so welcome back. Please hit the like button, the subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve 72 on Twitter. Please leave a review on Apple and iTunes. You can even do it on Spotify, Babble, and iTunes. Helps the podcast grow a long way. Also, check out the Belly Media Network at bellyupsports.com. Uh, it'd be very appreciative for you guys to check all that out. Um, there's podcasts and blogs out there for everybody from sports and everything else. Let's talk about the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick after the first preseason game that people all of a sudden want to talk about. First of all, it's preseason. Yes, with less preseason games now, we can see more of what teams are made of, so they'll play their starters a little, you know, a little bit, maybe a little bit longer, maybe a little bit earlier than what we've seen. Then they get their other guys in to really see what's going on. So people have overhyped my Chicago Bears, which we're not going to get into. Talk about all that stuff. So let's talk about Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. People have already started to discuss: Is Bill Belichick um, stuck in his ways? Is he a guy that's not going to adapt with? What's going on? Because they're overreacting to them losing to the Giants, which the Giants, we know, are not very good. Lost to them 23-21 to during the preseason game on August 11th on Thursday. Bill Belichick is probably 
him and Nick Saban have to be the greatest football coaches of all time. No offense against the previous coaches before, but when you look at football overall, winning six Super Bowls, winning all these championships in college, Nick Saban has to be the greatest college football coach of all time. Bill Belichick has to be the greatest NFL football coach of all time. So you combine them, they have to be the greatest football coaches of all time. So people are now used to this high standard that the Patriots have had over his years of being there. And the big question mark came when Tom Brady left to go to to Tampa Bay. Can Bill Belichick win without Tom Brady? And they had a little rough go, made the playoffs with Matt Jones at quarterback. But it's not the same without Tom Brady. They had their rough go during the COVID year. Then they have Mac Jones. Plays pretty well, doesn't play well. He's worked really hard this offseason. People are now starting to question Bill Belichick because Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. And they and so people are now suggesting that he has to win a Super Bowl to like fix his legacy or set his legacy up to another level. Because Tom Brady apparently showed that it's not the offense or the system or the culture that it has to be this one way to win championships. No, it kind of goes back to the Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan type of leadership to whatever you call that LeBron James does. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way how to be a leader. There's more than one way how to run a football team. There's more than one way how to run an offense and a defense. There's some things universal, but everybody has their own way. But Belichick ran this type of culture when he was at the Browns. And the Browns have not had a success like that since he left. So the conversation now is, is he stuck in his ways? They think that he has to win a Super Bowl in order to keep his job. Bill Belichick could make the playoffs every single year and never win a Super Bowl again, and he'll never be fired. He has earned that right to stay there. He's not going to be there maybe much longer, but he has the right to be there as long as he wants. It's funny how... Now people are starting to question what he does because Tom Brady's not there. Tom Brady, again, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. There's debates for other quarterbacks. But they think that it's legitimized and set in stone that he's the greatest quarterback of all time because he won one at Tampa Bay. But people forget the type of team they had at Tampa Bay. They had these great wide receivers. They had running backs. They had these good guys on defense. So he had stuff built around him, which is what you want when you're an older quarterback. Do you still have to play well at the quarterback position? Absolutely you do. There's no question that Tom Brady was a big reason why they won the Super Bowl, but Bruce Arians is a great offensive mind. He has good assistant coaches. They had people around Tom Brady. When Tom Brady was younger, you could put guys around him that weren't these big-time receivers, and he could do well with those outside of, you know, the year where they almost went undefeated when they had Randy Moss. And then over time, people had gotten better, but Tom Brady made them better. Then you get to a certain age where you need legitimate threats around you to make you look good. Do they win the Super Bowl without Tom Brady? Not necessarily. So they needed that. To have a rookie and Mac Jones come in and get you to the playoffs last year, I think shows Bill Belichick kind of knows what he's doing. But the question becomes when this offseason. 
Now, Bill Belichick has lost assistants before. They always come back. Matt Patricia had come back after being fired from the Detroit Lions. Joe Judge has come back after being fired at the New York Giants. They always come back. Josh McDaniels went on to the Denver Broncos, made his way back, and became offense coordinator once again with the New England Patriots. Now, Coach Belichick has kept it under wraps of who he's going to have calling offense. Well, you saw it the preseason. This is where things kind of blew up is you saw Joe Judge and Matt Patricia calling offense. Now, why is this a big deal? Matt Patricia has been Bill's or Coach Belichick's defensive coordinator. He is known for defense throws crib, but we'll talk about his previous stops. Joe Judge was a special teams coach. I think helped out with the wide receivers. So he didn't go out and hire a new coach to bring in to be the offensive coordinator. He is in a position that Nick Saban's always in, where he loses coaches but has to bring them in. Nick Saban has said, go watch the documentary with him and Coach Belichick. It's on HBO. Nick Saban said, when people get hired at Alabama, he has a system he has what he wants in. Now, obviously, they make tweaks. So when he brings in defensive guys, now he's a defensive coach. He has in what he wants on defense, but when he hires guys in, he will listen to them and what they want to do and what their experiences are and put it in. He listens to their offensive guys and when they bring them in and say, okay, this is the premise of what we want. This is what we're going to do. You can make tweaks and stuff more than what you want to do, but this is who we are. This is what we want to do. Coach Belichick has that same thing. He has been very spoiled and that he's had Coach McDaniels for a long time. He had Coach Patricia for a long time. He's had other things. Now there's this premise that Coach Belichick doesn't change with the times, doesn't adapt. He's doing things the way he's always done. And why making Matt Patricia possibly the new offensive coordinator instead of going and hiring somebody? So this episode, we're just going to be all over the place. I don't think he brought in an outside coach because there is a trust thing. There's a trust of who you're going to bring in to run this. And he knows that he can trust Matt Patricia. He knows he can trust Joe Judge because they came back. He knows he can trust them. So it's probably going to be a co-type of thing. Now, he came out and said that they're going to try it out during the preseason and see who they want. But people are up in arms because Joe Judge has never called offense before. And they claim that Coach Belichick is putting this premise on it's not that hard to run offense. Well, how do you know that's what's happening? Coach Belichick is a defensive guy, but he understands offense. He and Tom Brady, we saw all the time, we talk about offense. Coach Belichick knows what's going on in his offense the same way Nick Saban knows what's going on in his offense. So this premise that people are talking about, that it's not hard to run an offense because, look, he's just going to hand over to a defensive guy. No, not necessarily. I think that there was nobody out there that he wanted to bring in and trust them enough. Maybe he did talk to people and he just didn't like what they were about, so he didn't bring them on. This was not a spur-of-the-moment thing. It wasn't like it was August when he said, you're going to go call offense. When they came in, he already knew this is probably what he was going to do. They've been working on it. They understand it. They understand what they have. Now people are saying, well, look at the type of offense they run. They're not adapting with what's going on. You have to have a quote-unquote mobile quarterback. Why did you get Mac Jones? If Coach Belichick wants to have a pocket presence quarterback, 
and make him into a Tom Brady type. That's what he's going to do. And he does adapt to what he has and is able to win with what he has. When they won his first reign of Super Bowls, Tom Brady had to come in and play well, of course. But those defenses were monsters. Absolute monsters. And then the next strain of Super Bowls, he adapted and knew, well, I have these type of players. I have Tom Brady. We have guys that we can get the ball to. We have these running backs. We can mix it up pretty well. He and Coach McDaniels came up with game plans, and they're able to move the ball around in different places. So he does adapt. Last year was a younger team. He had to figure it out and see what Mac Jones could do, has trust in him. He wanted to keep Jimmy G, and I think he thought Jimmy G would be the future. And so he had to adapt with what he had coming into last year. All you football coaches out there, it's not too late to still be looking up drills. I know we're in our football seasons, going into our football seasons, but it's never too late to get back to the basics. And Coach Stone has done just that by creating his Back to the Basics drill manuals. So if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com, click on Back to the Basics drill manuals, there's drills out there for everything, special teams, offense, defense, strength and conditioning, everything. He has done all the work for us to be simple, to get these drills to help us. You could be using them in youth, high school, and even college. We, we make things too complicated. We need drills that are simple and back to the basics. His very first book is over 500 pages of drills. So go to, again, go to CoachStoneFootball.com, click on Back to the Basics drill manuals, and uh, let's get back to the basics. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Football coaches out there, do you ever stop and think about all the hits your big guys are taking in the trenches, your D-line, your offensive line? Because they hit each and every play. And that's why it's the best position in football. But they take a lot of hits and practices into the game. It's a lot of hits they're taking, a lot of blows. So there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the impact those guys are taking each and every week. And it's Guardian Caps at Guardian Sports. It helps reduce the impact by up to 30%, which is huge. So there's a way to protect the helmets, protect those guys. Uh, again, that's Guardian Sports. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps and you use the code 15 off, it's going to save you 15% off your order. Um, there's different colors out there, and it doesn't matter if you're buying one, two, three, four, 100. doesn't matter. It's worn by over five NFL teams. More NFL teams are adding more and more each day, and you're seeing on TV and over 200-plus colleges. Again, you're seeing colleges left and right get them. There's a reason why they're getting them, and they that's why you see a lot of linemen and defensive linemen wear them. You've seen Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Penn State, and big-time NFL teams wear them. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. And I know it costs money, but I'm here to save you money. So guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps and use the code 15 off. It will save you 50% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Sports, for sponsoring this podcast. So a lot of things have just been up in arms with Coach Belichick and saying that he's not going to adapt and saying that the type of things don't work. Now, when you look at when Tom Brady got hurt and Matt Castle had to come in, they went 10-6. and six, And that's not a quarterback like Tom Brady. When he was suspended and Jimmy G had to step in, he won games because people think Jimmy G can't win. So Bill Belichick, is able to get wins. So this article, um, it's his most daring experiment yet. And so there, what I'm talking about is when they're having these guys coach the offense and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. So let's talk about it. Now, Joe Judge has been known for a defensive person. But sometimes knowing defense, then going to coach offense, you understand what defenses are doing, so you're able to maybe call those plays. 
And I'm sure he sat in meetings with Bill Belichick his whole life to figure out offenses. Joe Judge, being special teams wide receivers, has figured out offense. So here, if you didn't know about Matt Patricia, he was an engineer before he became a coach. Here in the article, I just want you guys to see. A former engineer, Patricia was an offensive GA at Syracuse. Then he joined the Patriots in an offensive GA, similar role like an analyst type in 2004. He was pro- promoted to being the assistant offensive line coach in 2005. And then in 2006, he made the jump over to defense. He's been mainly a defensive side of the ball coach. Then he became the Patriots defensive coordinator in 2012. Then he became the Lions head coach in 2018. Then after those um, three seasons, he returned in 2021 as a senior football advisor. And then he also started coaching the offensive line again. Um, Joe Judge, he's a football coach. He worked in special teams at Birmingham Southern and Alabama before joining the Patriots in 2012. Three seasons on the staff. He got promoted to the special teams coordinator in 2015. And then he started coaching wide receivers in 2019. Um, special teams was his expertise. He got the New York Giants head job in 2020. Now he's back and he's working with quarterbacks. So Joe Judge has had some offensive things, working with Coach McDaniels and Belichick and understanding what they want to do. Matt Patricia knows exactly what they want to do. He understands offense. He's coached that side. So we understand just because he's done defense the whole time doesn't mean anything. So... The article continues, now he's auditioning the former defensive special teams coordinators to replace Josh McDaniels as offensive coordinator. Um, Continuing on, already the football world operates on a conveyor belt system where the best position coaches become coordinators and the best coordinators become head coaches. Despite universal acknowledgement that head coaching requires an entirely different skill set than coordinating, and success in one job often doesn't translate to success either or. Example, Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, NFL head coaching hires um, often becomes the Peter Principal played out in real time, but the coordinator level one can see how success as a position coach demonstrates talent as a coordinator. But here Belichick is going the other way. He's saying it takes a little, this is, I don't even know if Bill Belichick has said this. Belichick is going the other way. He's saying that it takes little to no experience as an offensive coach to successfully coordinate an offense. Of course, in typical Belichick fashion, he's barely acknowledging anything abnormal is going on. Um, then on Twitter, it said, Bill Belichick on the shared play calling duties for the offense tonight. Thought it would be a good opportunity to do that. Have you decided on a play caller? We're going through a process. So where did Bill, this is what I hate. They're, they're, they're saying that Bill Belichick, I'm going to read this again. He's saying that it takes little to no experience as an offensive coach to successfully coordinate an offense. Is that because he's having Matt Patricia and Joe Judge be co-offensive guys? It's not unusual to see co-offensive guys. If one's more of the run game guy and the other game's the pass game guy. In college, you see run game coordinators, pass game coordinators. One mainly calls the offense, but you have guys install so they understand what the run game is so they can tell them what the box looks like. The pass game coordinators tell them what the outside looks like. Where's Bill Belichick said that he's saying that it takes little to no experience to run an offense? I, he doesn't say that now. You're saying that that's what he's implying. These people that write this stuff, and maybe I'm a part of this now because of this podcast, we don't know what goes on inside. We don't know what goes on in those meetings. Ask point blank who will call offense plays for New England in 2022 after Thursday night's preseason opener. Belichick said, don't worry about that. Belichick has been play, hide the ball with play calling duties on both sides of the ball all offseason. 
Neither side has an official coordinator. On New England's staff page, the first coaches listed on the offense are Patricia, senior football advisor, offensive line, and judge, offensive assistant, quarterbacks. On defense, there's no coordinator, and the first two coaches listed are Steve Belichick and Jared Mayo, who both handle linebackers. It's possible play calling on both sides will be a by-committee job, and the lips delivering the plays will change depending on the situation. Heck, maybe Belichick will call plays on both sides of the ball, and he just doesn't want to tell us. We also shouldn't discount the possibility of a mystical force manifesting play calls out of the out of um, the other. Either way, the Patriots season will be worth monitoring, but we'll have the monitoring the results ourselves because Bill Belichick will never tell us his own one. He doesn't want he doesn't have to tell us nothing. He's always been that way with the media. And just because they don't have something labeled doesn't mean anything. But you can't tell me that Belichick doesn't have says in defensive play calls. Nick Saban has plenty of them. You see him all the time more on defense talking in the headset than he does offense. I highly doubt he's going to call both sides of the ball. I could see his son becoming the quote-unquote defensive coordinator. It makes more sense to have Joe Judge, you know, maybe be the offensive coordinator more than Matt Patricia and have Matt Patricia be the defensive coordinator. Absolutely. I could also see Bill Belichick doing this on purpose. Maybe this is his way of having fun to mess with the media because we know how he loves the media. So this could all be a ploy for him doing that. I still think that since it's a type of culture that he's built, the type of system he has, he does adapt regardless to what people think. I don't think he's stuck in his ways. I think he's willing to make tweaks. I think he's willing to do all that. But people are now blowing this up to a big proportion that it doesn't need to and start to really worry about things with a coach who has won multiple Super Bowls. Could win another one, depending on how it goes, how well their defense plays, how well Mac Jones decides to show up and play. All depends on how that goes. But we're blowing things like this out of proportion right now because you're seeing a defensive coach all of a sudden call offense. But you've seen that before. Uh, Gus Malzahn started on the defensive side of the ball and started calling offense. Guys do it all the time. They start off on defense, and then they switch over. They start off on offense, and they switch over to defense. They start to like the one more than the other. And being an offensive coach and then going to the defensive side helps you understand offenses more as a defensive coach and vice versa. This could be done to mess with people. This could be done because maybe he does want to try that out and say, hey, I'm going to have, instead of Josh McDaniels doing everything, I'm going to have you guys co-it. I'm going to have my linebackers coach co-it. I'm going to be the big dog on top, but you guys kind of do it. And I think it's a trust thing. I think that there was really nobody out there that he trusts to come in and can run the type of things they want to run, even though he will make adjustments and tweaks. I just don't think there's people out there that he trusts. And again, I've talked about before from at least a high school level. There's lack of coaches out there at the high school level. I'm guessing there could be lack of them starting to happen in the college level and maybe in the NFL. Maybe he, you know, NFL and some of colleges, a recycled system of coaches losing their jobs and coming back left and right. Maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he sees some of these coaches that were offensive co- guys and he doesn't want them. He's seen where they've been and what they've done. And, you know, even though some of the guys that come back to him don't have such great successful time as a head coach, 
that he still trusts them because when they were there, he has one rule and it's do your job. So he understands that. And so uh, maybe he's just doing this to mess with people. Maybe this is a legitimate thing. And I think you go for it. I think he's earned the right to do those things. So I don't think we need to freak out about Matt Patricia calling offense. He has seen offenses. He has to study them. So he understands them. Joe Judge being special teams. They still coach an offensive side of the ball. Being a head coach understands it. So it's just going to be a co-thing. And then just because it's not labeled on the website and he doesn't want to tell you, he doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. And I'm sure everything's going to go through him anyway. He's not going to call both sides, but he's going to be heavily involved. And maybe that's what he wants to do. And that's fine. And that's totally fine. So we need to stop saying that Bill Belichick is stuck in his ways, that, you know, what's he doing? He doesn't change anything. He obviously does. Guess where Nick Saban learned it? He learned it from him. So we need to stop doing that, stop exploding things. And then it's preseason. Preseason's fun to watch because football's back on. I've probably never been more excited for preseason because I missed having football. Like, USFL was cool, but I've never been more excited to have preseason on. But we have to remember it is preseason. We don't need to have this huge blow up about it. It's preseason. Let's just see what happens. Then we'll see how the season goes and how it's working out. Then we can start making those um, assumptions and everything else. Um, So Bill Belichick, keep doing your thing, guys. We have to calm down. Um, Thank you guys for watching or listening. Like and subscribe. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. You know, leave a review on Apple and iTunes. Check out all the affiliates in the description below, all that good stuff. Um, Check out all the other episodes. Thank you guys for watching and or listening, and we will see you next time. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.